Hi, my name is Brie Baylor and I work with Cooperative Housing International, the sectoral organization of the International Cooperative Alliance representing housing. Welcome to this week's episode of Co-op Conversations. This podcast features various guests from around the world who are currently working or living in housing cooperatives. You'll discover more about what it's like to live in a housing cooperative through these conversations. We've talked with parents raising families in housing co-ops, retired folks who want to retain their autonomy and not live in expensive retirement homes. We've also talked to teenagers, new immigrants, and the list goes on. In this episode, Julie Lapalm, CHI Secretary General, talks with Andrew Zabala Gomez from Socia Civic in Catalonia, Spain. Now let's get into the episode. Uh, everyone, welcome and welcome, Andrew, to uh, Co-op Conversations. Uh, Ander Zabala Gomez is joining us from Barcelona in uh, Catalonia in Spain and is uh, working with Sostre Civic, uh, a housing cooperative uh, organization based in, in Catalonia uh, that promotes the right of use uh, cooperative housing model and uh, which he'll exp explain uh, in further detail in a, in a few moments. Uh, and Sostre Civic has just become a member of Cooperative Housing International in order to, to learn from uh, you know, the, the cooperative housing model used in, in other countries and also to spread uh, the model that Sostre Civic is, is using in Catalonia with, uh, with the rest of the world. So welcome, Ander. Thank you very much for agreeing to doing this podcast. We, uh, this is, our, I think, our 11th podcast that, uh, that we're recording and we're talking to different, uh, different people who live in housing co-ops, who work in, uh, in cooperative housing organizations uh, like, like Société Civic. To uh, to learn, you know, about this flexible housing model that uh, you know is very different in, in, in different parts of the world, and uh, and there's always something new to learn. So I'm looking forward to uh, to finding out um, more about Sustia uh, Civic. So um, so welcome, and uh, and I'll let you introduce yourself and uh, and the work that you do with Sustia Civic. So thank you very much, Julie, for giving us the opportunity to, to be here. Uh, I am Ander Zavala. I'm collaborating with Sostra Civic, doing an internship, and I'm responsible for the international dimension of the cooperative. And Sostra Civic, it's a housing cooperative, uh, the, a right uh, to use housing cooperative, which is a third way model between rent and buy-in. And it's also an association that promotes this uh, new model in Catalonia where it's uh, focused. Nice. So you're you're doing an internship. Uh, so is this part of your, your study program? I already finished my global studies degree. I'm focused my final thesis in the housing cooperatives in Denmark, the Almeni associations. And this is why I also wanted to engage in the local housing cooperative movement, which uh, it's a standing for the right to housing in the long term against the speculation and in a collective uh, manner. Currently, the Sostra Civic uh, and its team is made of uh, 21 workers between members of the cooperative and uh, contracted people. And uh, Sostra Civic is also supported by 1,000 members that expect to live or are currently living in housing cooperatives under the right to use tenure form. 
So tell us a bit more about the this right to use model. Can you can you explain that to us? Well, yes. Uh, in fact, so specific activity is divided into two branches. One of them is the promotion of the model that I will just now explain, and the other branch is the development uh, side where it promotes uh, the, the development of several projects and buying of buildings, refurbishing, and so on. So the model. What what Sostra Civic's model? In here, Sostra Civic owns the, the property of the whole building and the members have the right to use the apartment and, uh, for an unlimited period of time while paying a monthly fee similar to rent but uh, lower in price because it's uh, below market prices. And apart from that, the, the members of the cooperative have to pay an initial contribution that helps to finance the project and it's normally about 30% of the whole investment. So the, the main features of, of this uh, model is that it's not for, not for profit, which makes uh, this housing form way more affordable than those that intend to make money uh, with the use of, of housing. And, and see housing as a market, uh, sees, sees housing as something where you can invest, whether so specific sees housing, a place where you can live uh, in a secure way, a stable in the long run, because these projects, despite being a bit hard to develop, because uh, on, on average, you, you need like three, four, five years to, to finish or, or to end up living in one of them, then you can leave it, uh, you can live there unlimitedly. Yes, the, this would be more or less the, the, would be the, the main features of the model. And is it mostly new housing or is there like old, you know, ex existing housing uh, as well? So there is a quite uh, wide vari variety of projects. Uh, there are new, newly built uh, projects. There are also uh, ones that have been refurbished, uh, already constructed ones that have been empty due to the financial crisis that Sostra Civic managed to buy and this way um, fool them with dwellers. And there have been also rural projects of um, quite uh, unpopulated areas and promoting not only housing, but also uh, professional projects in those areas. So it's a bit of everything, not only newly constructed buildings nor refurbishing. And is it only in the Catalonia region? Yes, the, the area of action of Sostra Civic, uh, it's in Catalonia which is uh, a territory in Spain where 7.5 million people live. And um, it may expand to Valencia and the Balear Islands, but for the moment it's just acting in Catalonia. And how many members does Sasve Civic have at the moment? So currently we, we just passed over 1,000 members uh, and uh, almost uh, 250 of them are currently living or will live in the following year as their project uh, finishes. And uh, the rest of the, uh, the 750 people that are not living now, but some of them belong to some groups and others are in the waiting lists of these cooperatives because the way to access one of these uh, buildings is either forming your own group or uh, waiting to to a uh, to housing to be emptied and access by order of uh, joining to a cooperative. One of the 
objectives as well of Sasuke Civic is, is to promote the, the cooperative housing model because if I understand correctly, it's it's you know the ownership model is is the you know much more current uh, you know dominant model. So how how are you doing this you know promotion educational work? Well, yes, uh, in fact, in Spain uh, since Franco's dictatorship, the the, pro the private property tenure form was and is still the the main one. Seventy percent, more than seventy percent of people lives under this tenure form. Almost the rest of it, it's rental, and just 3% is public housing. So this implies that the right to housing is not being guaranteed. And in this sense, what, what Sostrecivic shows is a third way, not buying, not rental. It introduces to the society a, a whole new concept, which is the collective property. The collective property, while assuring your privacy and your intimacy in your own apartment that you can use uh, as much as you want. And this is a very important role uh, in social civics activity because uh, it breaks a lot of myths regarding housing and regarding the, the way some people can live and even sharing common areas in the building and sharing uh, not only space that projects and, and linked to the neighborhood and a whole series of values that we'll talk later on that Sostrecivic promotes. In order to promote this model, uh, Sostrecivic, together with the rest of the main stakeholders, are united in the sectorial uh, organization of the Solidarity Economy Network. And uh, it's through this uh, collaborative uh, platform that they uh, try to do political influence to the city councils, but also to the territorial uh, and yeah, state governments. And uh, this uh, it also shows what, which, which is the attitude of, of this model that they are creating. It's not competitive, it's collaborative. And uh, above all, this is not for profit. Uh, and that's a key, of the, a key of the model, one of the keys. And so just to, to touch on the, the, the political <clears throat> aspect uh so so you're doing advocacy work with uh with with local local governments are, are you doing it at the regional or, or like at the territorial level as well yes uh, in fact uh Sostrecivic was born in 2004 when there were not uh contracted nor anyone working it was everything volunteer work and now with more than uh, i'd say um, tens of, of individual cooperatives, as well as another foundation, La Dinamo, um, they are promoting this model to mainly the City Council of Barcelona, which is uh, the one which has committed the most with this way of, of developing, uh, but also to the Catalan government. But uh, this has been quite recently, um, and it's still difficult to, to arrive to these uh, levels of the government because the the current percentage of people living or promoting housing cooperative uh, projects in Catalonia, it's a uh, really, really low in percentage. This is why this political work is so relevant and so difficult at the time without the resources that the rest of the uh, stakeholders in the housing and real estate market have. They are really powerful and their capacity to influence uh, fiscal or other kind of uh, economic measures uh, it's it's difficult to tackle in this sense, and particularly, uh, Sostrecivic doesn't has doesn't have a direct link with the government and with the officials, 
but it's the whole sector that in that uh, develops the talks. So uh, that's also interesting because assumes that it's not its own role, but it's the role of every uh, housing cooperative, right? To use housing cooperatives to, to develop this work. At uh, this part of social civics uh, activity, together with the production of content, the dissemination, the talks, the conferences, the participation in symposiums is developed by the association while the cooperative uh, develops and does the more technical uh, activities such as the architecture, economic, and facilitation of, of the groups of, of its own projects. It's a bit differentiated despite they, they fall under the same umbrella uh, organization. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, that's a, it, it's, it's a lot of different avenues to, <laughs> to be involved in. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and they're all you know, important aspects of, of developing uh, a housing model that that especially you know in your situation that is not is not common so you're you're having to uh, pave the way to change the the legal framework in order to facilitate you know more development so what kind of members does Sasre civic have like what what you know is it attracting mostly you know a younger population or is it a combination of you know is it more inter intergenerational well, describe like what, you know, sort of like what a typical member uh, would look like. Well, uh, in fact, as I have said before, that the different type, types of projects that society promotes makes it a quite a diverse organization. Uh, however, the, the main target members is the, the one that is over 30 because the initial contribution that is required to enter in one of the projects is more, usually a barrier to the youngest people and um, this is why maybe the the most general membership is above the 30 years uh, however there are also lots of uh, elderly due to the senior housing cooperative projects that we will develop later on and um, both in the rural areas and also in the cities uh, along the territory and, and in Barcelona, it's uh, the membership of, of Sostre Civic, it's, it's uh, quite diverse, as I've said. So uh, do you want to explain a little bit more about the, the right of use model, how, how, how you define that? Yes, um, the right to use uh, housing cooperative model uh, stands in the collective uh, management and property of the building. While in the private sector, uh, it's individually that you own and manage it. And in the public housing, despite being quite insufficient, the, the existing one, it's managed not by the tenants or, or the people living in it, but by external agents that most of the times make the, the quality of the service uh, worse. In so specific, it's the, the, the members themselves, which are not tenants, but are similar to, to tenants that can manage their, their own their own issues and, and, the, and can design, even design the, the project as they as they will. They decide what common areas they want to, to put in the in the building, either a library, either uh, some parking for bikes. And all these features make that promote the participation of the citizenry, which is way beyond social civics uh, aims and, and, and helps the society in, in so many different forms by empowering. Uh, citizens to, to take control of their lives, also in the area of housing. And, and this is, would be the, the most and the biggest difference with the, the other ways of 
in forms of tenure because when you rent or when you buy you don't become an uh, uh, the, the main actor and you don't decide that uh, collectively but you just uh, make a transaction in this sense and and this is a really really interesting feature and democratically because uh, the the members of the board of social civic are chosen in a yearly assembly and any relevant decision also goes through the through the general assembly and are the are the members involved uh, during the development process as well okay so in order to answer this question maybe uh, first we should understand how a project is developed and what are the different stages because depending on the type, some of the, these stages will already be done. This is um, normally uh, a group is created, a group of people that share some affinity, uh, they are friends, they share the neighborhood or whatever, and they uh, start to look for uh, a plot of land or a building that they can buy under Sustra Civic's uh, umbrella organization. Other times, uh, it's the Sustra Civic that acquires a plot of land and then uh, asks for people to join and, and form a group that will that will develop the project. Uh, these are the two ways to, to begin a project, either first to have the group or first to have the real estate. And after that, the, once the group uh, has the real estate, they have to define a project. If they just have a plot of land, the level of engagement of the members will be quite high because they have to participate in the design of the not only the building but the their their, their way of understanding life and, and the, the needs that they they will have to to cover once the project is finished instead uh, if the building is already done and just needs some final uh, refurbishment or if the building uh, is already livable the the, the level of, of um, engagement of members won't be that high since they just have to arrange and, and they get to know each other as simple neighbors, we would say. Um, there is no design of the building, there is no design of the project, of the common needs. Uh, and this is also interesting because you can arrive to different sectors and with different capacities of, of engagement in, in the project, because if not, it would um, rely only in people that have free time, that normally have better jobs and uh, are from, come from certain social classes and uh, with some economic backgrounds. Uh, in this sense, once the, the definition of the project is done, they have to look for financing. Again, the, this work, this stage to look for finance uh, for, for, a, for an entity that will fund the, the project is different. If you have to build it from scratch, that the amount will be way higher and the, it will take longer more meetings, more uh, agreements to, to do than those cases where the regional government provides the funding for already, already constructed buildings. In these cases, the engagement of, of members won't be that high because the level of uh, meetings and, and intensity won't be the same. And finally, the construction or refurbishment, um, depending again on what kind of project the, the group decides to uh, apply either from scratch or or other kinds, the, the intensity and the and yeah the the, the effort because we have to remind that the members are normally either weekly or 
uh, every 15 days meeting to to define and to get to know each other to to know whether they will share certain aspects or not because despite the apartment being private the common areas also play a really important role in so specific and this cultural change that so specific promotes is also in this direction to to create communities and not just individual people that um, exercise their uh, right to use it, it goes beyond that um, and these are the, the the main the main stages that a group gets through the creation of the group the acquisition of the land or the state the definition of the project financing and finally the development and construction of the building or refurbishment if if necessary are there a lot of groups you know that that you mentioned earlier about groups coming together who are interested in in, in forming a cooperative together are 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 you approached by a lot of uh, those groups yes uh, in, and in fact um in society we have five groups already living in their own buildings uh, we have 12 groups in the development process which are about to finish and here we have 200 people and there are uh, also another 12 groups that they still don't have the plot of land nor the building but are in, in its search and in total this would make up to 350 people in groups in different stages uh, from out, out of out of 1000 members uh, that Socialistic has developed in the cooperative uh, has 10 years and the association uh, has just made 16 so yes i mean in, in 10 years uh, to arrive to 1000 members it's quite a big mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the interest is there. So you're you're doing a good job at promoting the model. Then <laughs> it's working. <laughs> and uh, maybe now it's uh, it's necessary to explain um, wh why Sustra Civic promotes so many different projects, but constitutes just one only cooperative. Uh, of, under this model in Catalonia, there are also some groups that constitute their own cooperative to buy or or to acquire their own building. And they will end up being uh, a kind of close community uh, if they don't decide to network or to collaborate. Some sometimes they they also decide to, to promote the model and, and to have an outdoor uh, activity. Uh, in this case, Sustra Civic uh, promotes different projects, but uh, this uh, makes possible to Sustra Civic to to make sure that they won't sell the building once the, the community leaves or, or decides to um, take the money back because has been revalued the, the, the plot of land as a result of gentrification of all other market pressures. And uh, this is a guarantee for the collective property to, to be retained in the long run, whether individual cooperatives uh, don't, don't don't uh, don't make sure that this will happen. It's just their, their commitment, their personal commitment in groups of 15, 20, 25 people that can anytime decide to sell it. And besides, so specific uh, big impact is that it makes possible to, to put into contact members that have the same interests. And in this sense, um, if, if you are not linked to anyone in your in your daily life that it has this same um, desire. Social Civic promotes meetings for those members that want to create new groups 
and facilitate and, and boost this model beyond mm -hmm. those already created groups and, and closed groups. Yeah. And so where did Sotskaystevik get uh, its inspiration from uh, their, you know, their, because this is a, you know, it's not, it's a unique model to, you know, to Catalonia and, and probably, you know, in all of Spain, um, but this is a model that's been used elsewhere. Uh, so do you want to touch on, uh, you know, where you got, uh, you know, the, the inspiration to, to use this model? Yes, well, the, um, the main reference have been the Andel cooperatives in Denmark before they were priva privatized and put their shares uh, into the free market, more or less. And also the Fugbam in Uruguay, also the Midhausen Syndicate in, in Germany and the ABZ cooperative in, in Switzerland are examples of references to, to Sostra Civic, particularly those ones that are umbrella organizations, uh, but not only because the right to use housing cooperatives can all, also be, as we have said before, individual cooperatives and have served as an inspiration to Sostra Civic too. And it, this kind of emphasizes the, you know, the, the importance of, of being connected you know, not only regionally, but also at the international level to, to learn about, you know, you know, the, 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 it's a, it's the same model, but because it's such a flexible model that, you know, it, it's, it's, it's tweaked to answer, um, you know, the needs of the, of the local housing situation. Um, you know, so, uh, so you're using uh, a model that's being used in, in, in Uruguay, which is slightly different than how it's being done in, in Switzerland or in Zurich, but, you know, it's almost like you're extracting the, the best elements out of, you know, or, or, the, or the elements that, that, work, that work for, for your situation in, in Catalonia. Yes, definitely. Um, it has been also very difficult because of this property culture that we have in, in Spain and in Catalonia. And also because uh, during the Francoist dictatorship, it was the, the cooperatives were forbidden. So this whole tradition that we that was born in the in the beginning of the 20th century and that has been reflected in other countries, uh, such as Denmark or, or Switzerland. In, in Spain was interrupted and we had to, to begin from scratch again after um, a bit turbulent transition uh, in the early 2000s is when Social Civic decided to, to gather all this experience that had been um, not only forbidden but also neglected and, and put in the, in the um, well, it was not given importance and, and it was, uh, it was a quite brave and maybe naive uh, essay to, to launch this project. And now, 16 years later, we are proving that it's possible and that, uh, well, that there is future in the, in the housing cooperative movement in, in Spain with mm -hmm. a not-for-profit model against the speculative uh, branch that some, some advocate for and uh, to ensure the right to housing in the long term. Yes. Yeah, it's interesting. The, I mean, the ownership model is, is very dominant in in uh, many parts of, of the world. But if you you know like it's interesting to you know to hear the history you know with the the dictatorship of 
of Franco. And if you compare that to uh, you know, Eastern European, Central and Eastern European countries, you know, former communist countries where, you know, the, this was, you know, it wasn't a cooperative model, but it was, you know, it was a state owned uh, housing situation. And now, you know, any kind of, you know, social, you know, community led housing is, is, you know, is associated with, with the former, you know, communist re regime and, and, you know, and, and people are, well, especially, you know, the more, the more, you know, people that are in, in the, the political realms are, are viewing that as, you know, know that, you know, that stinks of communism, you know, we don't, wanna, <laughs> we don't want to facilitate that. Um, so, you know, that's probably, uh, you know, a similar situation, you know, with, with Franco, where, you know, it was, it was viewed as something that was, you know, it, it was too, it was too socialist and, and, the, and the state couldn't control it. Yes, yes, yes. And in fact, um, this reminds me of this misunderstanding, maybe that happens there, of what's the, the housing cooperative movement, because it's not, not state owned, not private, but community led and democratic. Mm -hmm. uh, it's 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 a shame because it's just the contrary that the state controlled um, housing model, mm -hmm. which is not participatory, which tenants do not have any power or decision making uh, process. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's here. If I you know, compare to here in Canada, it it it's still co-ops are uh, you know they're 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 private co-op you know cor corporations they're incorporated as a cooperative and so they're uh they're entities of, of their own but the the government has developed programs in order to provide housing to to people who you know can't you know don't have the you know the economic means to to buy a house or or to pay you know the market rents they have facilitated programs uh, through the co-op housing model to house people, so it's it's you know, like if you mention a, you know that you know you live in a housing cooperative here in Canada, people think it's public housing. You know they they think it's you know it's it's government-owned housing, but it's not. Except that you know the, the the government has programs to facilitate housing people in in housing cooperatives. So it's it's a little a little convoluted. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the some specific projects that that Sosve Civic has, has has developed. Is there is there like one in particular that uh, you know that 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 stands out that you're working on at the moment? Uh, do you want to explain well, some of, some of the details on that? Uh, I would begin with the first project that Sosve Civic developed, which is um, an historical building in the center of Barcelona that uh, needed some refurbishment it was empty due to that was the, owned by the city council and they arrived to, to an agreement so that Sostra Civic would develop all, every uh, refurbishment and remodelation uh, tasks and works and in exchange the, the, the city council would uh, lend the use of this building for 75 years which is the, the current contract that the city, the city Council of Barcelona is developing with other plots of lands and other buildings so that this uh, cooperative movement can, can make use of them. Uh, as a result also of the incapacity of the City Council to develop its own programs uh, 
without uh, the, the financial uh, help of the state or without the financial help of other institutions. It's called the Princesa 49, and uh, it's uh, made of six dwellings where five families are currently now living. And the, the project to acquire and the negotiations with the uh, city council began in 2014. And while in 2017, the construction began, the, the construction refurbishment, let's call it like that. And one year later in 2018, four years later from the initial uh, talks, uh, dwellers and members of Sostra Civic entered uh, in here. Uh, four years of project may seem a lot, but um, in order to be the first project that Social Civic was uh, making public and, and enabling for its members, it, it wasn't that much. Um, the fees, the initial contribution for to enter this project are 9,000 euros and the fees, the monthly fees are between 400 and 500 euros a month which is way below the market prices now in, in the area, which could be around 800 or 900 euros a month uh, to a private company. Um, with this first project, Social Civic gained the, the credibility and the structure to develop the rest of them that are now also ongoing. And, and one of those is La Balma which is the first newly constructed building that Sostra Civic developed, 100% uh, cooperative because the construction uh, cooperative or the building cooperative, it's uh, also owned by us, um, which is La Constructiva. And uh, in La Balma, um, the plot of land was also granted by the city council for 75 years. And um, as Sostra Civic saw that uh, the building sector it's so corrupted and that the extra costs that this corruption entails were not assumable they decided to create la constructiva um, the the project began in 2016 uh, and is made up and was just uh, finished the construction last year in 2021 when when the dwellers center and members of Sustra civic it has 20 buildings uh, with seven floors. It, the, the structure is wooden. It's a really sustainable uh, way of construction. And the initial contribution to enter to this project are between 30 and 40,000 euros, depending on the square meters of the apartment, which uh, are from two to four uh, rooms. And um, there are also a couple of apartments that have been granted to people with uh, low income and, and marginalized backgrounds. And this is also a commitment that Sostra Civic has made that in, in every promotion that it makes a small percentage of the buildings will not only go to those that can afford to pay the initial contribution, but also to the rest. And this within a not-for-profit organization is really difficult to make because the numbers are all, always really, really tight and um, to, 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 to reach to this, to this point where we can uh, afford to, to grant housing to marginalized uh, communities, it's uh, a big accomplishment. And uh, last but not least, well, I would mention that another project, it's called Moore, uh, in a, um, near Barcelona, in a city near Barcelona, like half an hour uh, by car. And um, 
the, the, the different um, particularity of this project is that was it's already built the building and was empty because of the financial crisis that exploded in 2008 left so many banks and building companies uh, in bankrupt through a mechanism that maybe it's not working in in other countries but that in spain uh, some social entities have the right uh, to exercise is the preemptive right through this Sostre Civic can decide to buy this building before it is sold to an investment fund or, or to corporate to corporations uh, that come from abroad and try to gather all these uh, cheap buildings that have been abandoned. Uh, Sostre Civic um, refurbished it. And uh, since the beginning of the talks in 2018 until the, the members entered to live in 2020, only past two years, which is a really, really small period of time for a housing cooperative project. And uh, it's also um, some, something relevant that we have taken it out from the speculative market, because if society wouldn't intervene, this would end up in, in, a, in a housing, no, in, in an investment fund, in a hedge fund, or, or any of these big banks or corporations that that speculate with housing. The, the initial contribution for projects like this is really low due to the fact that has already been constructed and the, the management cost is not that high. It's among uh, 3,000 and 7,000 euros uh, for the initial contribution and between 400 and 700 uh, euros uh, monthly for the fee, depending again on the square meters and uh, like this, Social Civic has several projects using the preemptive right. Uh, and one probably it's not that uh, spectacular uh, as La Balma that has been newly constructed with uh, very, very advanced technological methods. But it, uh, it promotes housing cooperatives and it takes housing out from the market, which is the, the eventual objective of Social Civic. So just to touch on the the preemptive right, how 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 does that work? Like, how do you have the the ability to purchase these abandoned buildings before these you know behemoth investment funds that you know have tons of money to 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 buy the these uh, these you know half finished buildings? How does Sasquatch get in there first? Well, so before uh, signing the contracts between the owners of these buildings and the hedge funds, these have to be notified to the public administrations, in this case, the, the local government of Catalonia. And this provides every social uh, housing organization the, the information of what buildings will be sold in the following 15 days. At this point, uh, Social Civic intervenes and uh, decides to, to acquire the building with the facility of the um, equivalent of the European Investment Bank, but at the local level, the Institut Català de Finances. And um, thanks to the, this financing, it's possible for Sources Civic to, to begin with the, the project. So this so this is enshrined in, in law then, and is, is this unique to Catalonia or is well, it applicable throughout Spain? It's applicable to Spain, but uh, Catalonia has promoted this financing line from the 
from this public bank, we could call it, mm -hmm. or financial, financial institution, that without its support, despite having the right to buy it, the social uh, companies and the social projects do not have the, the money to, to intervene. Mm -hmm. And in this sense, uh, it was part of social civic and the sector's influence in the politics that uh, it permitted to access to this funding, uh, which is at really low interest rates and with really good conditions for, for us. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, let's talk about financing in, in a bit, but um, just to get back to some of the, some of the projects, there was um, mm -hmm. one in an earlier conversation that, that, that we had prior to, to this uh, podcast, uh, the Walden 11, or the Walden 21 project uh, for, for yes. seniors, the senior co-op model. Do you, want, do you want to explain that one? Indeed, indeed. Um, the senior housing cooperative projects uh, are not new. Um, before Sostra Civic, there were several around the, all over the state, but they, they have been really expensive and the initial contributions uh, were really, really high, reaching 150,000 euros uh, or even more. And what Sostra Civic has permitted is to, to lower a bit the price and, and to develop groups. Uh, let's explain what's a senior housing cooperative uh, project. Here, uh, the participants are above 55 years old, and um, the need, it's not that much to, to satisfy their housing need, but their need of care, and, and the need of aging uh, collectively with a community that you know that will take care of you, where you can promote uh, an active and participative um, process of, of reaching to the end of their life. And in this sense, uh, the activities and the liveliness of the community remains quite high. Besides the housing project also uh, incorporates some services that the residents will decide uh, as they also design their own project, similar to the rest of the housing projects. And this could uh, entail uh, some nurse uh, contra contractation of nurses, um, um, dining and um, restaurant services and several other uh, services that the, the community would, would decide. Well, then 21 is uh, the first of Sostracic, but Sostracic has also two other senior projects. This one uh, began in 2017 and uh, still hasn't begun the construction or refurbishing. Uh, but it's about to begin in 2022. These are even longer projects that take longer to, to, to develop due to the, the difficulty to look, to, to look for finance, for financing. Uh, in this one, the initial contribution uh, makes up to 45,000 euros and the monthly fee is uh, between 900 and 1,300 euros without the caring services that can reach up to 600 euros more per, per month. Um, this is uh, made of, um, if I don't remember wrong, it, it's uh, almost 30 apartments. Um, yeah, I, I could, you, you, could, you can check it at Social Civic's uh, website, but it, it's a quite um, big number. 
you know, compared to the five apartments that were in the first uh, social civic projects. And um, it's led by, by, by people, by, by the members themselves, by, by the senior people. Yeah, sounds well. I mean, there's a lot of people that are looking for uh, alternative housing uh, solutions in their in their later years. You know, rather than living in a in a nursing home where you're you're kind of left to rot away, basically. Well, not necessarily, but uh, it, it's it's definitely doesn't necessarily you know can take the community aspect uh, into into consideration. It's uh, yeah, it's it, a lot of it is, is financial more than, you know, providing, you know, a nice place to live. In our report, um, talking about the senior projects in, in Spain and during the COVID, those have been the residences where the lowest death rates have been found due to their um, structure and architecture of, of the building, the community life and the, the way of management self-management actually. So this is a, another value of the sector. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting research. And, 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 and research has been done on cooperative housing in, in general, you know, not just for seniors and, uh, and, and they fared, you know, members fared much better than, than other forms of housing. And, and community and solidarity uh, is a, you know, a huge reason behind that. Um, I had a question about the, the uh, the, the the initial contribution because you mentioned that it ranges you know anywhere from like four thousand to you know nine thousand so um, how how is that calculated like how you know how, how like what's the difference between someone uh, you know paying four thousand versus eight thousand to live in in the same the same cooperative well um, if, if it's in the same project. The difference, it's also according to the square meters uh, of the apartment, of the private part of, of the building. And uh, in general, different projects, in some of them, they, they, it can reach 30 or 40,000 euros and corresponds to the 30% of the whole financing uh, of the project. And because of the, the our, our sources of funding require us to, to put first this amount of money. We, we, are, we, are, we, we are aware of the fact that it's a barrier for part of the population, and we hope that in the long run, 20, 30, 40 years later, uh, the, the model has have been already consolidated, and we can reach to lower initial contributions. And this is also an indirect way of, of introducing in the right to housing for the most needed ones. To, by creating a model that puts not profit but the use of the of the building first. Mm -hmm. So let, let's talk about the the, the the access to land and and finance um, and 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 touch more on on the you know the, the different collaborations or different partnerships that that Society Civic has has developed to you know to you know in order to to finance the, the all these different projects. Well, so uh, regarding the acquisition of land, currently there are three main sources. The first one is the grant of use by the public administration. And the leader in this aspect has been the City Council of Barcelona, uh, granting the, the four plots of land to Sostre Civic. Then the other option is to buy private land. 
uh, which uh, is it's generally not uh, the, the most common way because it's really expensive and normally Sosta Civic tries to arrange uh, grants of use of their land with the rest of the city councils and in the territories where they they act. And the last one, apart from the grant of use and, the, and buying the, the, the plot of land, is the preemptive right, as we have explained before. The preemptive right allows Sostra Civic to buy a, a building that will end up in, in, the, in, the, in the hands of private investors by using the, the Catalan Institute of Financing, a public uh, bank or public institute, financial institution in Catalonia that permits to, to buy these this private uh, buildings. Uh, Sustra Civic has uh, several financial mechanisms. The first and most obvious one is the initial contribution, the initial payment that, as we have talked before, can range from 3,000 to 30,000 euros, depending on the project. Then there are financial organizations that allow Sustra Civic to, to launch these projects. And these ones are only uh, ethical and solidarity banks because the private banks and the traditional ones uh, do not trust these collective projects and this other uh, way of developing in a more fair way. Um, and apart from these ethical banks, there is, as I have said, the Catalan Finance Institute that apart from financing the preemptive uh, rights uh, exercise, it also finances social housing or those projects where so specific guarantees that the monthly fee won't be higher than the legally uh, social, social housing and public institutions rent uh, do. This is uh, in, in Catalonia, by law, the public institutions, the, the few public housing they have, they, they are obliged to, to put it at a certain price, normally and it's below, below market. And, and so specific monthly fees are, uh, or at least this price or even lower. And through this, if they, if they comply with this condition, the Catalan Finance Institute finances the, the project. Um, there are still four other financial mechanisms and the most important one of them, uh, the most important of them is the participatory bonds, which is similar to the sustainability bonds that the ABZ has launched and that have, that have been so successful. Um, these uh, represent around 5 to 10% of the project's financing. But it's key because the financial institutions normally fund 70-80% of the project. And if the community or the group cannot reach with their own initial contributions to this amount, the participatory bonds uh, allow them to, to cover this gap. And the rest of the mechanisms would be the state grants, donations, and some state warranties that uh, makes that the financial organizations uh, are more open to, to cover and to, to, to give these this grants. Uh, normally these are uh, a 25 or 30 year uh, lens and the interest rate, it's between the two and 2.75%. 2 
So I have, a, yeah, I have a question about the participatory bonds and the and the donations. I'm just curious who, you know, who who, who is contributing, uh, who's inv- who's investing in the bonds and who's donating. Well, the the investors of the participatory bonds are either members of Sostre Civic or or other citizens that are engaged with the solidarity economy that trust this project will end up. Um, developing and are common citizens that just decide to, to, to put their money in social civic and, and get back some interest rates. And the donations uh, basically are some city councils that decide to, to give grants, but th- this is not like uh, private uh, donations. It's more publicly funded um, yeah, money. And uh, just, just a question again about the the land leases, you, you mentioned that they're 75 years long. Is, is there a clause uh, to deal with you know, the end of the lease? What, what happens after the, the 75 years? Well, that, uh, once the 75 years uh, are ended, the city council in principle will take, ch- take the control of the building or anything over that plot of land. But given the impact that social civic is having and, and the, the, the social improvements around these projects, it is likely that in this period of time, the city council will not be politically able to, to get to withdraw um, social civic from that from those buildings. However, who knows uh, what will happen, what it's sure that during this period of time, um, these people will be able to to live under the right to use housing cooperative model, and yeah, it's seventy five years is a a way a ways down the road, but uh, it's uh, it is going to you know it, it's going to arrive eventually. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. We won't be around to find out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just to to wrap up uh, again in our, in our previous conversation, we talked about uh, the steps that you're taking uh, in Parliament to you know to consolidate the cooperative path uh, to the right of housing. So can you explain where where you're at with that? Yes. Well, um, I will gather um, the point I was making about the, the Franco's dictatorship and its impact in the cooperative movement. Uh, this lack of consolidation, of, of consolidation and, and the need to, to begin from the scratch leaves us in a legally... Um, fragile? Huh? Fragile? Or, yes, yes, yeah. framework, because it, it is not recognized, the right to use housing cooperative, but some city councils have put on some grants that uh, define w- the model's characteristics so that we can uh, opt for, for these funds. And, um, but in general, the, at the state level and regional level, there is no recognition of, of our particularities, the not-for-profit uh, features. And uh, it's, a, it's a struggle to, 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 to be able to, um, to profit from some fiscal advantages that other companies have and that we don't just because there is no no one that thought this was possible to to be made it's so borderline and and so vanguard in this sense that 
that we, we are constructing the, the, the whole level uh, model as we construct the model itself. Uh, in this sense, the Catalan regional government has recently approved a declaration giving support to, to this model, and it's, it has been the first public uh, document defining certain requisites or points, but it's not even a law, it's just a declaration of support. And it's not, not even uh, at state level, that's even uh, more difficult to reach. This movement is the, this, in, in the Spanish level, it's strong in Catalonia, but in the rest of the parts of the state, it's, it's not uh, so consolidated as it is in, in Barcelona and Catalonia, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a start, it's a good start. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it'll it'll be contagious. It because uh, yeah, yeah, there's a there's a you know there's there's high demand for, mm -hmm. for other forms of housing, and uh, and and you know it it Sotre Civic seems to be able to demonstrate the the success of of this of this model, um, and uh, and by by doing so, it'll you know it, it'll impact other other regions. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Yes. And regarding the legal aspect, it's also relevant to, to show the government that in other countries is consolidated and, and that they should take as reference these other countries, social civic takes as model and that support us uh, to build our own legal framework. Ander, thank you so much. This was a, a real, a really interesting conversation to, to learn more about social civic and, uh, and all of these interesting projects that uh, that Sotre Civic has, has realized and is continuing to, to develop. We'll, uh, we'll be following uh, closely and, uh, and especially now that Sotre Civic is, uh, is a member of, of CHI, we, we will have a lot more opportunities to, uh, to exchange and, and to learn from, from one another. And, uh, and hopefully we'll, you know, we will cross paths with you uh, beyond beyond your studies hope so yes thank you very much julie and thank you very much in the name of sustra civic for for this opportunity thank you for listening to this latest episode of co-op conversations we hope that it provided a better understanding of what life is like in a housing co-op. If you're interested in finding out more, you can visit us at housinginternational.coop. We feature many stories and resources on our website with useful tools, studies, and articles on topics ranging from governance to finance to sustainability and so on. You can also find us on social media, on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram where we like to share stories and good practices of co-op housing around the world. If you want to find a housing co-op in your region, I suggest that you do an online search for co-op housing along with the name of your city and hopefully something will come up. I would like to thank all of our guests for sharing their stories with us. Thanks for listening.